In this episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about what free agents are linked to the Washington Capitals. There's reports that uh, Miller from the Canucks and Nazem Kadri might be interested in coming to the Washington Capitals. Plus, there's rumors out there and some kind of uh, reports out there showing that Alex Ovechkin was actively pursuing Evander Kane to come to the Washington Capitals before he signed with the Edmonton Oilers. Let's talk about that next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked on Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join. Always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check that out. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find this show on Twitter it's at locked on caps. So in this edition, that is what we're talking about. Some big name uh, UFAs uh, that are um, being rumored to being uh, linked to the Washington Capitals. This story emanates primarily from Elliot Friedman. Elliot Friedman, excuse me. Uh, Elliot Friedman said on the Canucks, lots of teams are around Vancouver. Capitals lost Backstrom. I have heard Kadri and Miller connected to them. Miller will be a big contract. Vancouver is worried about term. So that is the big uh, story. As always, uh, Elliot Friedman is the guy that likes to break a lot of these stories. And in point of the year, a lot of time it's just ru- the rumor mill. But wouldn't that be something if the Washington Capitals could pick up someone big like... Um, Miller or Kadri to the team. Um, there's also this story that I'm looking at here from Nova Caps. They're talking about it. But, you know, just kind of what he's talking about there is the Washington Capitals uh, had a big loss in the form of Nicholas Backstrom. And it's been said that, you know, he'll probably miss uh, the next someone big to fill that role. I mean, I get ultimately don't know how much time he's going to be missing, but that is a big uh, uh procedure that he had done and it's a long road to recovery so they are going to be looking to fill that to the news that center Nicholas Backstrom underwent surgery to resurface his left hip came out on Saturday the Washington Capitals have been linked to Vancouver Canucks right wing JT Miller who also can play center and pending unrestricted free agent center Nazem Kadri, according to Sportsnet's Elliot Friedman so the Friedman one, or excuse me, the Nazem Kadri one has been out there for some time. Um, that one uh, was talked about. I read that, that in Sammy Silber's uh, article that she had on Washington Hockey Now talking about that. So that's something that's been out there for some time. Um, you know, like I say, this is the crazy season that they call it. And there's all, all kinds of big names associated. Be going here. This guy's going to be going there. You know, in the previous podcast, I talked about that Bobrovsky and uh, Gibson, uh, their names were also linked to the Washington Capitals as well. 
it seems that the Gibson one was kind of shot down and muffled that that one didn't really have any legs. That was just someone trying to uh, spin a story, but Bobrovsky, uh, that one is still out there. And uh, like I talked about in the previous podcast, that is a bit curious as to why the Florida Panthers would like to move on from uh, Sergei Bobrovsky. But in any event, I think the Washington Capitals would welcome, welcome him with open arms. Miller 29 has one year left on his contract that pays him a bargain of $5.25 million against the NHL salary cap. The Canucks are expected to trade him after signing 26-year-old left-wing Andre Kuzmenko, who recorded 20 goals and 53 points in 45 games um, with the St. Petersburg team this past season out of the KHL on Monday. Thus, Miller has become expendable. And, uh, you know, that's what I was talking about. You know, I've, I've mentioned that I think that the Capitals are going to swing for the fences, um, you know, with um, Nick Backstrom out and just kind of their performance, how they were a little bit flat, shall we say, in the playoffs. I think that the Capitals are going to be all in on some big name players, and I don't think they get any bigger than JT Miller and Nazem Kadri. Um, I know that Nazem Kadri has kind of a bit of a checkered past against the Washington Capitals. Uh, if memory serves, he was involved, uh, in that injury when the Capitals were playing the Toronto Maple Leafs and, uh, there was an injury that, that, uh, was sustained there. But nonetheless, I do respect Nazem Kadri as a great hockey player. I mean, I think that his record and his statistics speak for themselves. Um, and I would take Nazem Kadri on this team. Um, I would also take a JT Miller, um, like they were talking about in this article. Um, we are missing Nick Backstrom and, you know, for who knows how long so they are going to and swing for the fences miller shattered his previous career high 32 goals 67 assists 89 points and a 54.1 face signing percentage i think the capitals times and a 51.03 expected goals for, for percentage in 80 games for the vancouver canucks Miller has earned at least 43 points in each of his seven full NHL seasons and has averaged 1.04, 0.87, and 1.24 points per game, respectively, in his three years in Vancouver. He averaged 319 on the Canucks power play in 205 on their penalty kill this past season. Acquiring Miller would not be cheap as he would likely cost a first-round pick a top prospect, a bottom six forward, and a lower pick to lure him in. So <laughs> this kind of flies in the face at what I've talked about. And, you know, I'm all in on getting someone like a JT Miller. And, you know, like we've talked about in this podcast, to get someone big, you've got to give up big. But uh, this is kind of what has got the Washington Capitals in this position you know, for many years in a row. So just taking a look at that proposed deal on what it would take to bring Miller uh, to the Washington Capitals, a first round pick. I don't like that. A top prospect. I don't like that. A bottom six forward and a lower pick. Uh, like I say, this was in Nova Caps. This was their take on it. Um, I particularly like uh, that pitch. Um, you know, the thing that worries me about this is the Capitals can never, ever, ever, never retain name players that they get. You know, in today's podcast or yesterday's podcast, as you listen to this, I talk about the Philip Forsberg deal, the biggest blunder in Washington Capitals history, in my opinion. 
I don't really want to go down that road once again. So don't get me wrong. I'm all in on getting Miller to the Washington Capitals. But if it's for that kind of haul, I'm a bit skeptical, shall we say, because what are we going to give up there? A Hendrix LaPierre? Are we going to give up a Connor McMichael? Um, uh, are we going to give up one of our goalies? Uh, are we going to give up, you know, like a Clay Stevenson? Are we going to give up, you know, a Zach Fukali? Uh, you know, it's a bit of a, an interesting position to be in because, like, I've talked about, um, you have to give up someone of logic of Miller to, you know, for a fourth line wing. I get that, but I would almost have the Washington Capitals give up a bigger name player that's on this team right now that's aging, that we know is going to be good for a few more years, but not in the long term. Because let's talk, let's let's face it, we've talked about this all the time, is that the Washington Capitals always give up their top prospects, their draft picks, and that's why they're in the position that they're in right now. That is why they are one of the oldest teams in the NHL is because they've always win-now mode. And win-now mode comes at a great cost. That's why the Washington Capitals are in the position that they're in right now, that they don't have you know, as many top prospects and top draft picks and top players in Hershey and the Stingrays. Um, and that's why they're in the position that they're in right now, is because they've constantly been in win-now mode. And I know that this window is opening and, and it's closing, and we hear all the you know, um, cliches, but with that being said, I think the Washington Capitals would be best served not to go after uh, a Miller in this case if they're going to have to give up. I'm not all about that because then they're going to be in the same position again. So we can talk about the depleted uh, you know, prospects and players that they have in uh, Hershey and that they have in Carolina. But then what are we going to do? Are we going to make that worse? By giving giving up like a Hendricks Lapierre, uh, giving up someone like a Lucas Johansson, giving up someone like an uh, Alex Alexiev, you know, it, it's one of those things that is it, like a procrastination thing. You know, we're going to do better next year. Next year and the year after, we're going to stop giving up our draft pick. But this one right now, the Washington Capitals—they don't want—they're giving up all top draft picks. Just for a player, you know, that on paper will be good, but he's an old, he's getting up there in years as well. You know, that kind of, that kind of is going against what the Washington Capitals are trying to do. They're trying to get younger and they're trying to get faster. You know, I know Miller is only 29 years old, but you know, that's still kind of going in the wrong direction. If you take a look at the teams that are doing well right now, it's a team that is primarily has young players with some veteran players, not just these old guys out there. Because let's face it, the Washington Capitals are old and getting older. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about Nazem Kadri, And then later in the show, we'll talk about Alex Ovechkin and how he tried to get Evander Kane to come to the Washington Capitals. We'll talk about that. But first... Built Bar. You know how our friends at Built are always coming out with amazing new flavors? Well, this time, Built has truly outdone themselves with their new Mud Pie flavor. And for the first time ever, Built is introducing the new Mud Pie flavor in both Mud Pie Bar and Mud Pie Puff. Not sure what Mud Pie tastes like? Well, if you're a chocolate fan, you better sit down for this one. The new Mud Pie Bar is rich whipped cream and chocolate mousse smothered in 100% real chocolate and topped with cookies and cream crumble. You've got to try Mud Pie as soon as possible, and you need to hurry because the Mud Pie Bar and the Mud Pie Puffs are only available for a limited time. Visit to taste the deliciousness for yourself. 
not convinced? Luckily, we have saved the best for last. It's actually good for you. No, really. All Built Bars and products are low calories, high protein, and low sugar. Mud Pie is packed with 16 grams of protein and only 150 calories and 8 grams of sugar. It's like your mom baked the most delicious creamy chocolate mud pie and wrapped it up just for you. Mud Pie Bars and Puffs are available at Built.com right now, but they're going fast because they are delicious. Like all Built Bars, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. What's great about Built is all their bars are made with collagen protein, which absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of healthy Eat something that tastes good and for you. You're going to love the new Mud Pie Built Bars and Built Pop, whether you need a snack, workout, a late night treat, or just just need to cream cookies and cream crumble. Stop drooling. Get to order your box of mud pie bars and puffs now. You won't regret it. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, welcome back to this edition of Locked On Capitals. Um, so in this episode, what we are talking about is the, the players that are linked to the Washington Capitals. Uh, I talked about JT Miller. I talked about Nazem Kadri, And then later in the show, we are going to talk about Alex Ovechkin and his links with Ovechkin. But in this next part here, we're going to talk about Kadri. Kadri is coming off a career year with the Colorado Avalanche where he his previous personal highs and goals, 28 assists, 59 points, 87 and 71 games on a team that finished the regular season fourth in the NHL in goals per game, 3.76. He also earned a 53.88 expected goals for percentage. It has six goals and 14 points in 13 games during the run to the Stanley Cup final before um, suffering a thumb injury that required surgery in game three against the Edmonton Oilers. In the Western Conference final prior to this season, the 32-year-old hit the 60-point mark just once uh, with the Toronto Maple Leafs, though, notched 32 goals in a season in back-to-back campaigns. Kadri, who has been suspended six times in his NHL career, four of which have come in the postseason, averaged three minutes and 53 seconds on the Avalanche's power play, third among forwards, and 28 seconds on the penalty kill, 10th. He could demand around $8 million per season. With a backstrom right wing Tom Wilson and left wing Carl Hagelin on long term injured reserve, the Caps could save um, a substantial amount of money, um, though they will have to make room under the salary cap to activate Wilson, who is expected to return sometime between Thanksgiving and the NHL All Star break, and potentially Hagelin when they become available to play. So, in that regard, I would almost rather get Kadri um, if I have to give up, you know extra money and it's not going to entail, you know, giving up a bunch of draft picks and prospects. I'm all in on something like that. What I don't want to see happen is I don't want to see the Capitals just totally deplete their AHL and ECHL affiliate. You know, like I talked about in the first segment, that is what the Capitals in this position place. So if they want to make wise, prudent decisions, that's what they have to do. You know, I mean, you might have to give up, you know, a marquee name on the team and in, in favor of getting someone better. Because let's face it, we went to the playoffs and it was another first round exit. It has been a first round exit every year since 2018 when the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup. 
obviously what's going on on the ice is not working. So, I mean, I think that if you have to even give up a bigger name, you can, you know, fill in whatever name you want to on the Washington Capitals in favor of giving, getting another big name player that potentially might get them over the top. Then I'm all in on that. Cause if you take a look back on the 2018 season, that's when they had some players that they don't have now. They have Orpik and Niskanen and Holtby and Grubauer. Uh, the list goes on. So we know what we have in this group. You know, they put them to test all season long, and, you know, they got 100 points. And like I talked about, if it was any other um, uh, uh, division or whatever, they probably would have been in first place. But it just uh, so happens that the Metro division um, is pretty. It was pretty good this year, and 100 points was not enough uh, for them to be in first place with a hundred points, they were a bubble team. So, I mean, the Capitals didn't play horribly, but obviously they didn't play good enough to get over the hump. Cause you know, when they played the Panthers, even if they would have beat the Panthers, they would have gone on to play the lightning. And I really don't see them, uh, beating the lightning this year anyway. So another one, right wing, Marcus Johansson, pending unrestricted free agent, left wing, Johan Larson and defenseman, Justin Schultz, defenseman, defense and Michael Kempney, Matt Irwin, goaltenders, Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov, who are restricted free agents, are all in need of new contracts. In addition to a center, the Capitals are also expected to add a goaltender and trade one of Samsonov or Vanacek this season. Again, this article is in Nova Caps where they kind of break down what they think. And this all emanates from the Elliot Friedman article. Um, and a lot of that we know. They know that uh, that picking up Marcus Johansson was a move that they thought might get him over the top. And getting uh, Johan Larson was to kind of fill in for that spot where Carl Hagelin was in. Um, but I don't see the Washington Capitals picking up or re-signing Michael Kempney or Matt Irwin. And ultimately, uh, the Capitals are going to have to choose between Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov. My gut, my hunch tells me that they'll go with Ilya Samsonov. And uh, I guess it's a coin flip at this point, but that's just my gut reaction is that they'll go with Ilya Samsonov. He was drafted higher. I think the ceiling they see on him is a bit higher. And, uh, you know, he's the better athlete. If Between the two of them, he's ranked the better athlete. All right. So after the break here, we are going to talk about that interesting morsel of that Alex Ovechkin was talking to Evander Kane and trying to lure him to the Washington Capitals. We'll talk about that after the break. All right. Welcome back to this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you are sticking with me here. And as we break down some of these interesting stories in the off season, um, this particular one was a bit of a juicy morsel here. Alex Ovechkin called Evander Kane to try and get him to sign with the Capitals before the playoffs. Uh, this article in RMNB, they talked about it. And that is a bit of an interesting story as well. This one also emanates from, you guessed it, Elliot Freeman. Another team who has at least discussed it and considered signing Kane is the Washington Capitol Sportsnets. Elliot Freeman reported in January there's nothing done, no contract, nothing like that. But they're another team in addition to the Oilers who have looked into this. And as we all know, he did end up going to the Oilers. But before that, um, Alex Ovechkin was trying to use his per, uh, power of persuasion, being, you know, arguably the best hockey player of all time, at least the best goal scorer. He will end up being that. Um, and it didn't end up coming to fruition, but went to Vander Kane uh, on the Washington Capitals really have helped them. You know, it could be said that that could have been the missing ingredient that would have got them over the top. You know, and Vander Kane is a bit like a Tom Wilson in a certain regard that they're both tough guys. 
And if they're not playing on your team, they're not easy to like. You know, if you take a look around the league, you know, if you talk to the ownership or the GMs, they would love to have a Tom Wilson. But if you talk to a lot of the other team's fans, they detest uh, Tom Wilson. I think that Evander Kane goes a bit into that category as well. Um, You see that he did play rather well uh, with the Oilers this uh, past season, and that was a really solid pickup for the Oilers. I mean, if the Oilers, listen, the Oilers didn't get the result that they wanted to either, but that was a team that struggled to make it to the playoffs for years. And uh, I think that, you know, you could make an argument that Evander Kane would have definitely helped the Washington Capitals out. I definitely think he would because, you know, he's one of those guys that brings up He's like a Tom Wilson. I would say the same, but a tough guy. Anything like that. But, um, you know, and he has that goal scoring touch too. So it's going to be interesting to see um, what ends up happening with Kane. Does he end up sticking with the the Edmonton Oilers? But it it is a bit of an interesting story there that, uh, that Alex Ovechkin was pursuing him. I guess it remains to be seen, uh, you know, where he ends up. I'm not a hundred percent, you know, sure on what the level of his contract is here, but, uh, you know, kind of an interesting story that, you know, it's kind of a lot like a Tom Brady where you have these players that are kind of doing the work of the GM and using their power of persuasion to try to bring, um, these players to the team. Um, Alex Ovechkin wanted Evander Kane to join the Capitals in January 2022. Kane 30 became a UFA and was considering offers from other teams. Washington was interested in strengthening its first two lines, and Ovechkin called Kane to extend an invitation. In that case, the Capitals could have used a line of Ovechkin and Kane in the playoffs. Could you imagine that? Oh, my God. Wow. You know, it's it's too bad that that didn't come to fruition because – Wow. I mean, the Capitals would have been stacked. And at least on that top line, I say, look out any team that is going to try to come up against a line like that, that is just loaded for bear. I think that it would have been a big challenge for any team like that. So it, it, alas, it wasn't meant to be. Uh, He went off to the Edmonton Oilers and, you know, all things considered, I think he did a pretty good job with them. Um, but you know, it, like I say, it is interesting that, uh, that is what they're doing, uh, now is kind of using the power of persuasion of big names like Ovechkin. Kane scored 39 points, 22 goals, 17 assists in 43 games during the regular season and 17 points, 14 goals, three assists in 15 Oilers playoffs games. The Oilers were swept in the Western conference final by Colorado. The Capitals were eliminated in the first round, as we know, before signing, with Edmonton, Kane was sidelined for the few, first few months of the season due to a sexual assault and battery allegations. Um, so, I mean, he does have a bit of a checkered past. The San Jose Sharks terminated Kane's seven-year, $49 million contract due to what they called a breach of his NHL standard player contract and the violation of the a- AHL COVID-19 protocols. So don't get me wrong, he's had his history there um, throughout the NHL. Um, but... You know, I, I I don't, I mean, all we can do is judge these people based on today. I mean, uh, there's a lot of people in life that don't have a perfect record. Um, I do think that, you know, he kind of kept his his record clean when he was with the Oilers in this postseason. And, you know, it was a bit of a Hail Mary pass. Uh, I mean, I got to be honest with you, there was a lot of people that kind of goofed about it around the league. Why would you pick up someone like Evander Kane with his, you know, kind of what we call checkered past, but 
you take a look at it, like I say, I think he kept his record clean and he played well with uh, the Edmonton Oilers. And that's all we can really judge people on is a day by day, uh, week by week, year by year. We can't sit there and hold all their previous records against them. Otherwise, there's a lot of people in everyday life that, uh, you know, you'd have to discount. So Honestly, I think that that would have been awesome, you know, to, to for lack of a better word, if uh, the Washington Capitals would have picked up someone like an Evander Kane, uh, like they talked about in that article. Could you imagine an Ovi Kuzi and Evander Kane line? Wow, the mind boggles just thinking about that. Thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked Capitals. Uh, this fun off season, I think it's fun, and you want to know why I think it's fun is because there's all these rumors out there swirling. Is this person going to come here? Are they going to go there? And then it all kind of culminates, and it builds up and it crescendos into this big event before the NHL season. And who knows who's going to end up being on this team? Are the Caps going to pick up someone like a JT Miller, a Nazem Kadri? Are they going to swing for the fences and get a Bobrovsky or a Gibson? I guess time will tell. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from our local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals.